welcome to Actually Authentic. This is Maria. And this is Liv. And today we have a very exciting topic. We're going to be talking all about periods, <laughs> our PMS stories, and some helpful products and even apps that we use to help with our periods. Yeah, it's something that all women go through and we, me and Maria were just saying that it's kind of still like a taboo topic, so we figured we'd just you know, talk about it and be open and maybe this episode can help any girls that are going through, you know, the beginning stages of like learning how to handle a period in your everyday life. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're one of those that don't like hearing about periods and all of that, anything that goes with periods, definitely you don't have to listen. Feel free to turn it off because we're going to be going in detail. No shame. Being fully authentic and honest with these conversations. Yes. So I'm just gonna like think back to like when I started my period. I remember it was like in the middle of the night I woke up and I went to the bathroom and you know you pull down your underwear and you're going pee. I looked down and like just saw this like dark (laughs) brown spot and I was like hmm. I'm like I think I finally got my period which as a girl when you're like being taught about it in like late elementary it sounds so exciting. I don't know. I don't know, maybe this is not how you felt, but I feel like it was really, like, hyped up. Like, you get to be a woman, get to go through all these changes, and it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I remember in fifth grade, they had the boys and girls separate, and we had separate little teachers come in and teach Mm -hmm. us about periods, which was kind of, I don't know, I was a little uncomfortable with it, but at the same time, yeah, I was also a little curious and excited. And how old were you, Liv, when you got your period? I know it's different for a bunch of different girls. So I, and just like background, I do come from like a house full of girls. I have one brother and then, you know, uh, five sisters. So (laughs) I like, I don't know. It's not like I knew what it was. I knew how it went probably even before like I was taught about it in like elementary school at fifth grade, like Maria was saying. I started my period in sixth grade, so I was about 12 years old. So I was that really, like, average, like, age that they say that you're likely to start your period, um, which I mean, like, it's it's definitely, like, a change, and, like, obviously, like, you learn a lot about how to, like, cope with it, but, um, yeah, I started at 12, so that was kind of, you know, yeah. the average, like I said, kind of average age, but. Yeah, with you growing up with girls, you're probably way more well versed to it than I was because I only had four older brothers and I guess I only had one brother in the house when I was that age but it was just me and my mom and dad mostly in the house so I didn't really hear about it as much until yeah I got to that fifth grade age and then I asked my mom questions but I feel like I was still even though I could ask her questions and she was open I was too embarrassed to I don't know why. It was just a weird topic for me. But I think I asked her a few questions and she was able to help. Yeah, and that's good. And I mean, like, it's the experience is different for everyone. And if you like you're uncomfortable, it's totally okay. Like, don't feel any pressure. Like, feel easy breezy about it. And like, I know that when I started my mom, I vividly remember like going into her room and waking her up because it was like late at night. And I was like, Mom, I think I started my period. And she's like, Are you sure you she's like, Are you sure you didn't just poop yourself? I'm like, Mom. <laughs> I did not what? Poop That's so funny. See, I like, I, I don't remember the exact time when I started it. Maybe I blocked it out in my head. <laughs> or I don't know. I might have like so a journal. Dramatic. 
Yeah, I might have a journal entry somewhere because I would journal here and there whenever something big happened. So maybe I could find that. But I think I was 12 as well. That totally typical age when girls start. Yeah, and I know that like right away too, like depending on like who like who you are, like what products your parents provide. Like I started with like tampons and pads right away. My sister Tyla coached me through a bathroom stall when we had to go swimming. So <laughs> she's Aww. like, you know, <laughs> so nice. My mom was like, Tyla, you need to go coach her. She's like, okay. <laughs> so what a bro. That's like that's that's such a yeah, cute it's kind of funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like it definitely like and like the first time you use a tampon, it's definitely like, I mean you're like one like I don't know. I feel like it's when you first really start like discovering the female body and like how it works and you're like, you know, there's a third hole for if there's any guys listening and you don't understand woman anatomy, you know, the <laughs> you know, not everything happens in one place. <laughs> so, oh, so it has funny. its own separate little little segue for it. So, but yeah, no, she like coached me on like how to angle it and like it's more comfortable if like you can get it you if like you kind of squat and then shove it up in there um yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i started right away with tampons and pads because my mom just said yeah use whatever works best because if it's really heavy sometimes the tampon is better yeah you don't bleed don't have to worry about it and i like i said i think i was just really a little embarrassed about it all so my mom told me how to do it and then I kind of just did it myself because I wanted to and everything worked out fine I mean I don't remember any pain or anything so I'd had a fairly good experience with all of that <laughs> that's good yeah I would agree it's it's like an interesting time and like I said I do feel like as a girl like you're really excited to get it um but then it's kind of it can be a culture shock especially if like you're not in a household where like or have like close girlfriends or anything that have started at the same time like I know among like when it came to me uh, among all my friends I was the first one to start like my family you know we develop really early that's just kind of like our genetics um so like I in sixth grade I was one of the first girls to start like getting some boobs and like be on a period and I'm there's plenty of girls in my grade that were in the same boat as me but like it's definitely like I don't know, in middle school, middle school, like, is interesting, and some girls are really mean, so it's almost like when you start developing before other people, they get, like, jealous, I don't know, and, like, then they put all this pressure on you, or I don't know, there's just, like, weird things among that culture sometimes, um, but then once everybody has it, it just, I don't know, the stigma kind of goes away when it comes to peer-wise, um, and then it's just a thing that everybody has, so once you enter, like, past that like first stages of puberty age I feel like it gets a lot better to like within circle of friends like everybody has it like if you like start your period during school you can ask a friend and you know that she'll have a tampon to like back you up like if you don't have anything you know <laughs> yeah puberty is just a super weird time for everyone like you're saying everybody was anticipating it some people got it earlier than others some people might have got it gotten jealous or embarrassed that it happened so definitely a weird time but one really cool thing about periods well I guess it's not cool it could be one interesting thing about periods that I've noticed is that they change throughout your life like when I was younger it was different than when I was a teen and now that I'm on birth control I'm on the pill it's different as well so it's just 
kind of changes it's yeah and like I know people that yeah like I know people that like they had really really barely any periods during like even high school and then they hit like you know 20 and then they started getting more consistency so like it definitely changes I know mine has like I used to be really really heavy like starting out I was really really heavy so I had to go to the bathroom a lot like which in school oh my gosh is horrible as like a newbie because you yeah. have all these male do- like a lot of male teachers and you only have x amount of like this is so stupid with public school I'm like you only have this many times that you can go to the bathroom or like only this many like all together at all your classes you only have this many bathroom passes and I'm like okay for a girl who's on her period one for a peace of mind like even if you're not like heavy every day it's nice being able to go to the bathroom and check up on yourself kind of and like see where you're at um with like your products that you have in just that like peace of mind because this is why girls like bleed through in the middle of class is because they feel all this pressure to like be in the learning environment while also being on their period and they feel like they can't like pause and go to the bathroom and so then they bleed through so it's it's one of those things like is interesting but like I definitely agree though like your period does change and it evolves like I can pretty much like every period like now like I know exactly about how heavy I'm going to be each day like the first two days of my period like the first full day like when I wake up I had my period morning till night that's like what I call like my full day I'm pretty like heavy so I'll put like a super super plus in and I'll change that every like three to four hours um and then the second day I'm like more medium so I can keep a super in by the end of that day I'll probably go to a regular and then for the next like three days I basically like either have really really light um and then it'll it'll go from like really really light spotting to light again and then I'll spot for like the next three days um so like I can pretty much track the flow the literal flow of my period now as an adult which is really nice because like I I think it's really important to like be self-aware and like know your body yeah I always struggled well I don't remember struggling with this when I was younger but I do remember as a teen that I'd get really severe cramps and they hurt super bad and later in this episode we're going to talk about how we deal with the pain that goes along with periods but That was always a huge struggle for me. Like I had some days where I couldn't go to school because the pain was so bad and I had to sit at home and just lay down all day. But now that I'm on birth control, I know a lot of doctors even recommend if you have really heavy, severe pain to go on birth control because it helps regulate it a little bit. And I don't know the exact science of it, but I have noticed that now my periods are a lot lighter and I don't even... I never have to use a heavy tampon anymore ever. I always use a regular for like two days and then the next few days it's just a really light spotting for like two days which is really nice. So it's like a four-day period and it's super short. Normally this is how it is. So I really have loved being on the birth control pill. Not only like if you need to control like having a kid but also if you experience bad period cramps or it's super heavy it really helps regulate that, and I've loved being on the pill in that way. But I know there's a lot of different things. You just have to find what's best for you. Exactly, and it's like honestly, like each person, it's like individual. Um, you're, you know, it's up to you to kind of like determine what's like best for you or your options to make your period the most comfortable. I know for sure, like the first couple of days, I cramp a lot. 
Um, but something like I, I recommend, I guess, for like some things like that, like if you find that you have like a heavier period, but you like a pill, like the pill is not an option. Cause I used to be on the pill too. And I had like the same thing experience as Maria, like got really light or I wouldn't have a period at all. Um, even like during the placebo pill week. Um, but something that I find that does help with like regulating your flow, like even if you don't go super, super light, it helps like regulate is like exercise and movement, um, can really help. Like even with like the pain in your period, um, especially cause like all the endorphins and stuff. So that's something that I find really, really helpful is just like getting that activity in throughout the month. Yeah, and you're leading us right into our next topic, how to deal with pain. So I guess your first tip would be exercise. Yeah, and I mean, not necessarily like during, like sometimes that doesn't happen yeah. for me because <laughs> um, I work out weekly. So like this week, you know, normally I work out four to five days a week. And this week I got two days in and then I start my period and I'm like, ain't happening like I'm cramping I don't feel good so definitely no pressure to like work out on your period but if you surround your overall lifestyle with activity it just helps that week so much when you're kind of like you know incapacitated to an extent yeah I would definitely agree and it doesn't have to be intense workouts so Dallin and I really like going on walks and last week or this last week I was having some bad cramps and I remember we just went on a walk and they pretty much went away and we were just walking like not super fast and we probably walked a mile and a half to two miles which I mean you can walk as long as you want but I think after the first half mile my pain had already gone away yeah which was super that's really awesome yeah that's why like like working out or just activity in general like walks or going on a jog or like even doing chores around your house that's activity you're moving so, like, just making sure, like, every day you're getting your steps in, like, kind of like Maria, her dog go on a walk. It's just, it really, really helps. Yeah, and this is kind of weird, too. Sometimes when I um, have bad stomach pain, I do, like, ab workouts with myself. Like, just little exercises that I know. I don't follow any videos, but I just do it mindfully and follow whatever my body's telling me. And sometimes working out the ab muscles when it's cramping around there actually helps a lot oh yeah I've never done it before (laughs) but that's like nifty yeah I really like doing that um another thing I guess along the lines of dealing with pain is sometimes I'll have Dallin um rub my lower back like there's a pressure point and you can look it up online like over by I don't know it kind of feels like right on the bone on your lower back that you compress and it feels so good if it's just rubbed and I love it (laughs) yeah if you have a significant other or a mom or something (laughs) or I don't know a sibling or something have them like I don't know give you like a lower back massage I do think a lot of people do get pain in their lower back during their period and it can help that and also like the cramps in the front um if you ever watch labor videos a lot of people have do the same thing they put pressure down on lower back because that helps you get through contractions so like period cramps are almost like a very low-key contraction from like what people have described so that like totally makes sense that that helps give you relief and um yeah 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 I'm wondering oh sorry no you can go I was just saying I'm wondering if getting because I know they have those little strip back massagers if you really liked the back massage, if that would be something worthwhile. 
buying one of those from like Amazon or wherever and just placing yeah, that, that on your helpful. lower back. Also, so, like, heat seaters, like <laughs> when I'm like, when we have like um, heat seaters in our cars, I love that during my period. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, and then really something nice. that I do, so like if you can do like a heating pad, but also like I have a rice sock. So basically it's literally a sock full of rice and I warm it up and it's, it's nice cause it's like round, like socks are very like round when it's filled with rice and you can kind of like move it around so you can like form it to like, your like that lower part where like your uterus is. Um, and I always just like heat up the rice sock and when I lay down at night it's nice because it also warms you up and it's freezing right now since it's winter. Um, but it helps like, I don't know, heat really helps soothe that, um, crampy pain as well. Yeah. And you could make those yourself. So yeah, that's really cool. I know some people put like lavender in them too, to make them smell good or like essential oils in the rice. So that is a really, a really good one. And I really like my heating pad, which, I don't know, I feel like it's just super easy. I just plug it in and sleep with it all night. I can turn it on low, medium, or high. And I haven't had problems with it. And mine's, I think, from Walmart. Yeah, that's not bad. It's only 20 bucks, And it's lasted me a, f- a few years already. So yeah, The good thing about that is, pad. like, it doesn't go cold. Because, like, rice socks, you have to, like, reheat. Um, but a heating pad, you don't have to. Or, like, heated blankets. I've heard people using those as well. Um, so those are all, oh, yeah. that's like all very, very helpful. Heat is definitely like key for like getting through cramps, I would say. I know. See, another heat thing that I do is I love taking hot baths, like almost so hot that they're like a sauna or a hot tub, like making you sweat. I love yes. hot baths. Definitely those help with the pain because it's so hot that you can't feel your cramps anymore. I love yeah. that. <laughs> no, I do that too. And like, um... For us girls that do have like a little heavier within the first couple of days, which is like also when you're cramping the most typically, um, just make sure that you're ready because like since like it's heat, I feel like it kind of just draws the blood like once you stand up, at least this is my experience. Um, I'm not going to go too graphic, but when you have a heavier period in the beginning and you're in a bath and you're all relaxed, then you stand up and even if it's only been an hour all that blood just says, hey, sister, I'm ready to get out of you and just trickle, trickle, <laughs> trickle. So like, and get a little messy. So just like, I don't know what I do. Like my toilet's right next to my tub. I have a tam- another tampon ready. And I basically just like hop right over like to that, to that toilet so that um, it's not a freaking blood, blood bath, quite literally. So <laughs> just be aware of that. Um, yeah, I don't want to shock funny. anybody that's like never had a bath during their period and then they end up doing it. And then it's like, oh, what the heck, this is so annoying. So that's does come with the territory a little bit. Yeah, and you may bleed in your bath too. Like, I've done that before, and I'm fine with that because I'll just shower right after. Exactly, so. and that's another thing. You can always shower, um, exactly, shower right after too, and that is also very, very helpful so that you don't feel like you're all grody. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the bath is something that you have to plan <clears throat> a little time for. Like, you have to either have a plan to go to the bathroom right after or shower right after so if you don't have the energy maybe a bath isn't worth it but if you do have enough energy for that it's definitely super helpful and relaxing while you're in the bath and then another kind of along the realm of heating pads 
kind of, is I have the Jovi patch, which is a really new company and new technology. And it's supposed to give you natural relief for period discomfort, which is really cool. It has, I don't know exactly how to describe it, what it is. There's something inside of it that when you put it on your stomach, so it's a little circle, a purple circle, and it's really flat. It's almost paper thin. And then they have little adhesive stickies that you can put on it so you can stick it on your stomach. And it's really cute. It's this cute purple color. And you put it on your stomach and it kind of attracts the pain area because there's some technology inside of it. And it takes away the pain in that area. And it actually works. Yeah, I follow some, like, I know you use it. I know another girl, Brooke, she uses it. Um, And she's even used it for, like, I don't know, I think she, like, sprained her wrist or something. Or, like, I don't know, she sprained some part of her body. And she, or was, like, really sore the next day from, like, a workout. And she put the Jovi patch on and actually, like, helped relieve, like, that soreness as well. So it's good for, like, after your period, too. Yeah, people use it for headaches. I saw, too, which is kind of funny. And on their website, here's how they describe it. Our patented technology works to reroute and absorb signals of discomfort before they have a chance to travel to the brain, resulting in fast, long-lasting relief that you can rely on every single day. So, it's really nice, and sometimes it doesn't work super quick, so you have to move it around and find the right spot. But it's definitely worth it, I would say. It it, it does seem a little pricey at first because it's just a super small patch, but they're supposed to last forever as long as you don't get them wet or damage them. And for one, it's 149, but it's like a lifesaver. It actually works super well. Yeah, and when you think about like you were going to have your period like most of your life, you know, maybe till you hit like your 50s or something, you know what I mean? Um like it's something that you can use every month. So that's nice. Exactly. So we definitely recommend the Jovi patch. Or at least I do. <laughs> have you tried it before, Lou? Yeah, I have to I haven't. I'll have to like try it sometime because I do get like really bad cramps within the first couple days and like my sock he sucked is good, but yeah, I'm gonna have to invest and try it out and report back. But But yeah, that's one thing that I really like. Another thing everybody probably uses this is ibuprofen. Just drink a lot of water, don't take too many. Or myo. Yeah. Whatever pain medicine works for you, those always are super helpful for me. And just drinking a lot of water and being hydrated on the days that I have my period, that's super important to me. Yeah, and I and like something that, like yeah, there's like the physical aspect of the period of your period, but the week before you're PMSing, and then you know the week after you hit ovulation a lot of times. So. Your body hormonally is going through a lot. So doing anything you can to kind of like balance those. Um, that's why like if you struggle with like acne during your period, it's because your hormones are off. So something that's good to do to like manage that is make sure you're getting all your vitamins. Make sure you like continue to eat like balanced and um, and like give yourself grace when it comes to like how you're feeling or if you get grumpy like it's okay. Like it's because you're literally going through like a lot hormonally as well. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Periods are definitely, they change you for a little bit. You get in a different mood. 
<laughs> yes. And if you feel like, I don't know, if you have cravings, just feed into the cravings to make it a little bit better of a week. <laughs> um, okay, next we can talk about some products. I know I kind of talked about one product a little bit, but it went with the pain. But now we're going to talk about some products and apps we use to track our periods and kind of what we use. Because I know some people love tampons, some people love pads, some people love the cup. So we can chat about that now. Yeah, I would say like one of my first recommendations is um, getting wipes. Like the it doesn't have to necessarily be the flushable, but they have like the feminine wipes that I really like because they're like balanced, um, pH balanced and stuff, which is really important for like your vaginal health. Um, and those like help a ton because especially if you're like, I, I personally like I use tampons and then normally I do like like a light pad or liner just to like safeguard if that tampon leaks through. But having a feminine wipe actually helps a lot because a lot's going down there on on there. You know, you can get a little sore um, from like products you're having to use. So like when you have a feminine wipe, when you use the restroom, it's just like kind of a nice refresh, like taking a shower without having to. Yeah. Okay. So are those kind of like the wet pads that you some people get for using the bathroom or is it different because you said it's like a ph pad um so like they just come in like you know like the like uh, wipes that they use for babies like they come in little packages like that and they're already they're pre-moist like they're oh, okay. moist, just like baby wipes are and then they just have products that are healthy for your vaginal oh, health i see because i don't know i'm very self-aware about like the chemicals that i put into my body and when you touch anything to your skin you're like you're absorbing your body's absorbing that so you can get them in like the period section um my favorite brand is called lola l-o-l-a and um i really like their stuff it's gynecologist tested and they're natural and they also have um organic pads and tampons which i really recommend um mainly the pads because i don't know i get i feel like you get chafed down there with certain brands like the always um winged pads i absolutely hate the textured <laughs> ones i feel like they're so uncomfortable and you're basically like getting diaper rash so lola actually has like and there's a couple other brands that do organic liners or pads and so it's organic cotton um and it's like so much better for your skin down there it's a lot less mm. uncomfortable um so that's like some stuff that i okay, recommend okay yeah i've heard of lola and i'm wondering is there a location people like a store that carries this like does target carry them or walmart i believe target and walmart both carry lola oh, okay yeah I've de i'll definitely have to look into this because I personally, because like I said earlier, since I'm on the pill, my periods aren't as heavy. And I used to wear tampons all the time, but since my period's gotten lighter, I've noticed if I do wear a tampon, I get worse cramps. So now all I pretty much wear are pads, which is great for me. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't make my cramping as worse, but um, sometimes they can be annoying too, like when it doesn't fit right and it just moves around. Right. Or if you're not heavy enough for like a regular, you don't have like a light, um, yeah. person, you know what I mean? I totally get that. Yeah. They definitely, like you were saying, feel, can feel like a diaper sometimes if they're a little loose and it just doesn't feel right. So I'll definitely have to check out those Lola pads 
because they look pretty yeah they're really really nice a life yeah i wonder honestly. if i'd notice a difference between because right now i'm just getting like the cheapest generic store brand and i have like a thinner one and then like a medium one so i'll definitely have to try those but i i am 100 percent a pad user but i am interested in like the cups and how those work i just haven't gotten them yet because i haven't had the need because my period is so light i've been fine with just pads yeah i really i've looked into like using like there's a ton of different brands like there's the flex and i don't know there's like tons and tons of brands of the cups but i have like a friend that uses them and she says they're a game changer because like maria mentioned sometimes tampons can make you cramp a little bit more um, which is why it is important to make sure that you're using like the right amount of lightness. Like you don't want to be using a super plus if you're like really light, um, just like the health down there and stuff. And it can make you cramp a ton more. But I've heard that the cups don't make you cramp at all. Um, the silicone is like, it's reusable. It's like has a, like a shelf life of like years, you know what I mean? Whereas tampons, it's one use and done and you can have them up in like in you up to like 12 hours or something. And so it's just a lot like they've a lot of people think they're a lot just like healthier for your body and make you like make your period a little bit more comfortable. Um, so like obviously like you have to rinse it out and so there's some like messiness, but you're gonna be dealing with that either way to an extent. Yeah. As a woman. So Exactly. And one thing, another thing that I wanted to look into are the Thinks underwear, where it's kind of like a built in pad in the underwear. Because that's one thing that gets annoying if the pad moves or doesn't stick or like folds weird and then you get blood still everywhere that's really annoying <laughs> so yep. if, if you're light enough super then the thinks underwear sound great i just haven't tried those yet either but that's something i'm looking into as well yeah that's awesome and then for apps i use flow the track my period and it tracks like your ovulation um, week and things like that and it can help track your symptoms if you put them in and for me that's been really great yeah I use the clue app it does the same thing um, you just like track each day your lightness your symptoms and they actually like make suggestions like if you're cramping a lot you might be low on like magnesium or like they give like little tips and remedies and stuff so I think the flow app I'm sure probably does like the same thing so um both apps I totally recommend it just makes it so like you can project to like when you're because you can look a month ahead and be like okay like this is when I'm gonna start my period about it gives you good estimations so that you know that you can be prepared if you're like going on a trip or if you go to school you know you can make sure that you have stuff in your bag and be ready exactly and if you want to have kids or you're worried about having kids it also tells you when you're most fertile on the apps so then you can really be aware of that like if you missed a day of however like if I miss a day on my um, birth control and I def I definitely don't want to have sex on the day that I'm most fertile you know so if I don't want to have a kid yet so right. it, it helps you plan things like that as well exactly yeah, and they're not like a hundred like ovulation like they're not a hundred percent accurate because your body can like ovulate weeks later after what's like the average um time to ovulate is. So definitely like ovulation sticks like if you're trying or like you know what I mean like definitely like invest in ovulation sticks I would say um because there's will tell you directly if you're ovulating based on your hormone levels so 
But yes, the apps are super, super helpful. And I think they're like a game changer, especially for young girls that are in school Monday through Friday. Yeah, there's just so many different things around that we even haven't tried, I'm guessing. But those are some of the products we love and apps we love. And just for me, kind of what Liv was saying, it's so important to put things that are good for your body in or by your body because it's so sensitive. I feel like it's really hard to not get pain down there, especially during your period and how much you have to mess with it and things just get messy. So definitely be aware of what you're using and take care of your body well, especially around your period because when I'm eating healthier, like not as many um, fats around my period. I notice my cramps aren't as bad either and things like that. Yeah, so just being aware about your body and like I just want to like put a disclaimer out there like we know that like period products can get expensive but like you have every right to like make yourself the most comfortable as possible so it's definitely like worth it. So like don't, I don't know, sometimes I know some people feel bad spending money on themselves and I'm like this is like a requirement so spend the money you need to be the most comfortable that you can be. Exactly. And I feel like once you get into a regimen and you find the products you like, it's not super expensive because you're not trying out a lot of things, but you just have your set things that you get each month and then you add it to your budget and it's all accounted for. So, Exactly. But thank you everyone for joining us today. We all know that periods for girls are inevitable, so... (laughs) Um, it's something that is good to discuss and I'm glad we're able to have a space where we can just be open and chat about it. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, if you needed a big sister today, hopefully we can be that for you guys. And hopefully this episode is helpful and helps guide you to and through your period each month. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.